0: Welcome to Wellversed, where we bring biblical principles of governance to governmental leaders and you. This is the Wellversed podcast.
1: I said a moment ago, two weeks ago, uh, Tucker Carlson. It feels like two weeks. So much has happened. I guess it's just a week ago. <laughs> is this when this happened? Isn't it? I, my weeks are all running mm-hmm. together. But uh, we're going to go to our first guest right now, Coy Griffin. He is the former. I'm going to pause there is the former now let that word soak in for a moment he's going to tell you why he's former former county commissioner for otero county new mexico he's been on the world prayer network before we love and respect and honor this man he is a follower of the lord he is a conservative he's a patriot those are very very dangerous things right there so much so that the man who occupies the White House at the White House Correspondents' Dinner last night said at the Washington Hilton Hotel that democracy is at risk because you get it, because of people like us who believe the scriptures, believe in the authority of Almighty God. Coy, you must be quite a threat, quite a threat. So I need you to tell your story. You, When I last talked to you, you were the county commissioner. That's you right, Jim. Yeah. Former That's county right. commissioner why are you the former county what what crime did you commit that caused you to be removed from public office you got canceled why is that
2: you know i think if you were to boil my crime all the way down Jim, um it would be what you just mentioned they viewed people like me as a threat to democracy which um To the democracy that they reference, which I believe is only a system of control, I pray to be a threat to that democracy because we're not a democracy here in our country, we're a republic. The only time our democracy is represented is when we have elections to choose those who will represent us inside of our republic. So, you know... um, As you mentioned, I was a former county commissioner. I held public office on the local level. Um, I fought very hard for election integrity. Um, I had concern, and to this day, now I know that our elections were um, compromised. Uh, To what level, we don't really know because we haven't been allowed to do the audits that we were really hoping to do on the county level. Um, But I was threatened with uh, felony charges. I was threatened to be removed from office. Um, if I didn't rubber stamp, uh, the election results and vote yes on a yes, no vote, I chose to vote no. And, um, you know, and, and they've removed me from office, Jim. They, they used the ground that, that they removed me from was to go back to January the 6th. Um, some of your listeners probably uh, know I was in attendance on January the 6th. I did nothing disruptive, but disorderly. Um, I stood in a place of peace, uh, which and I and I stayed in a but I did stand in a place of protest because I believed that our elections, which are were fraudulent, which are proven to be now. But um, but whenever I I was charged through January 6th, Jim, I was charged with disorderly conduct and misdemeanor trespass. Um, I was convicted of the trespass charge. I was acquitted of the misdemeanor um, disorderly conduct charge. But after January 6th, um, my political adversaries tried to recall me from office. Um, They couldn't get me recalled. The recall failed miserably. Um, So they used a civil lawsuit, a bench trial before a liberal Democrat judge with charges of insurrection. And they removed me from my political office. Um, And I'm the first elected official in over 150 years to be removed from office through Section 3 of the 14th Amendment.
1: So I assume when you went to Washington D.C., you must have been driving an army tank, uh, been loaded with uh, AK-47s. Uh, you must have had a flak jacket. You must have had an entire army with you. You probably recruited half of New Mexico. I'm sure. You went there with intention of assassinations and burning down the Capitol, right? Is, am I correct? Yeah. You All that evidence show you were an insurrectionist.
2: You're you're wrong. You're wrong on every front, Jim. Um, I went to Washington, D.C. with something much more dangerous to the federal government than, than what you mentioned. I stood in the power of God and with faith in the risen Lord Jesus Christ, and I stood, I stood in my faith and on the word of God and to the government today. That's the greatest threat to the government are people of faith that won't cow, that won't uh, bend, and that won't submit. To the tyranny and the evil that's so present in our country today.
1: So you didn't grab a two by four and ram it through? <laughs> you didn't have a gun and shoot any of the Capitol police? You didn't do any of those things?
2: I didn't, I didn't do any of those things, but they did feel it warranted to have thrown me in solitary confinement for three weeks. Um, I know what the inside of what they call the D.C. Gulag really looks like and how it feels and the torture you go through. And it's nothing short of terrifying to me to believe that there are still men and women being held today as we speak in that place of torture, because it's it's terrifying.
1: The uh, My understanding is their plan is, they, uh, being the federal government, to go after more people on January 6th. Uh, quite a few <laughs> more is the last <laughs> I've heard. How many total do you think are still locked up with and have no trial yet?
2: I, I believe there's about oh, right around 70 right now that are detained in solitary confinement. I believe there's been about 1,000 charged. And I believe that this is only just beginning if we don't get it stopped. You mentioned Tucker Carlson. Um, you mentioned him getting canceled on Fox. Unfortunately, Tucker was about the only voice that we really had from our side. But on the flip side of that same token, Jim, I believe that Tucker Carlson failed the American people miserably by uh, the lack of exposure of January 6th because Kevin McCarthy entrusted Tucker Carlson with the J6 footage and there was only a couple nights with just a little bit of footage that was shown and then it was gone. But the the greatest disgrace to me right now with January 6th is the fact of the video footage and that with it being kept private from the American people. The footage that we have of the speaker's lobby of Ashley Babbitt being shot, the only footage we've been allowed to see of that Jim and Rosemary is what was shot off of John Sullivan or Jaden X's phone, a known BLM propagandist and a self proclaimed content creator. If you've seen the chaos inside the speaker's lobby, you saw the phone that John Sullivan was holding as he filmed what was going on. We've been restricted to see any stationary security cameras from inside of the speaker's lobby. And the reason why is because Kevin McCarthy said it would be a national security threat to show the American people the truth of what happened on that day. It's not the Democrats to blame, Jim. It's the Republicans right now. It's the Republican Congress that's keeping that footage away from the American people and the media. I, I, I thought it was very wrong for McCarthy and Congress to give that footage exclusively to Tucker Carlson. If we're to have a free media, it should be available, to media across the aisle. But first, it should be available public source, because the American people are the ones that fund those cameras. We're the ones that are supposed to control the government, and we should demand transparency, and we're getting none of that today.
1: Now, we want to make a quick disclaimer that we we do believe in the rule of law. Uh, If people went there with violent intent. And with, with nefarious plans, we do think that they should be uh, punished in accordance with the crime. So none 100%. that. None of us would support or condone that in any way. I've been to the Capitol many, many, many times, and none of us who went there ever violated the law or ever broke in through windows or doors or smashed anything. We went there and respectfully. And so the people who did go, if people did go with nefarious plans, it was a tiny group out of a massive crowd. And those people should be treated accordingly. But well, the reports we hear are consistently from people who are simply sometimes just standing outside, and now they're arrested and all kinds of complications happening in, in in their lives, and that is a very very disconcerting moment for every one of us. So so tell me one more time, you you've been the county commissioner of Otero County in New Mexico for how long?
2: I just served in one as one term, but before that, Jim, my my history goes into the ministry. I was a lead pastor of a cowboy church here in Tularosa for about five years. Um, I've given my life to street evangelism, um, and to sharing the good news of Jesus. So, you know, the politics was just one door that the Lord opened for me to enter in to serve him, but, but my heart and my services to, to, and my allegiance is to God only in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you know? So, um and and that's why i ran for office jim it's because i was tired of preaching against the moral decay and the oppression of the government and only having a voice i wanted a vote i wanted a place at the table and the people of my district and my county they know me they love me i believe i believe they respect respect me and i believe they know that i will fight for them what
1: has been the response this was a uh, a judge that ruled against you correct in a court That's hearing
2: correct. and he it was it re- it was a it was a it was in the civil courts jim it was a bench trial it was before a liberal democrat judge but about two weeks ago and i want to thank i can't thank the prayer warriors that are out there that are listening to your show that have hearts of compassion for those that are in the fight because i had answered prayer about two weeks ago i went to mar-a-lago i had dinner down there a couple a couple nights with the president at Mar-a-Lago, not at the same table, but one table over. Um, but I signed a letter of engagement, a pro bono, um, being represented by a, an attorney by the name of Peter Ticton with Ticton Law and uh, and another gentleman. And we're going to get this to the United States Supreme Court. So that's a prayer request for those that are dialed in and engaged on your platform, Jim, to please pray that this that this removal charge will make it to the U.S. Supreme Court and the decision in New Mexico will be overturned by the U.S. Supreme Court.
1: Well, does it have some steps that some other course it goes through
2: between now and the Supreme Court? No, the Supreme Court is the last one. I've been to the I've been to the Tenth Circuit and um, and the New Mexico Supreme Court. So um, it's it's the U.S. Supreme Court is the next stop and uh, um, the The fraud that took place in this trial was very blatant. Um, and in no way should they ever be able to use a civil lawsuit in a state district court to remove a duly elected official. We can't allow that precedence to be set in our country today. So we're gonna fight. I mean, we hadn't even started yet. Well, this was a, a civil lawsuit. This wasn't the this was some private citizen. That's correct. It was two plaintiffs from outside of my county, too, that filed a civil lawsuit against me with charges of insurrection. And I have the likes of Lawrence Tribe, Erwin Shermansky, Dan Abrams, the NAACP, all of the biggest hitters in the, in the country on the left came against me. And, uh, and I went pro se, Jim. I went in the shadow of the Almighty. I trusted in God. I did my homework. I prepared the briefs. And um, I feel like God gave me the grace to do a great job during that court. And all those transcripts will be used at the United States Supreme Court. So the ball's moving in the right direction.
1: Pro se means you defended
2: yourself. That's correct. Amen. Do you have law training in your background or do you just choose to do it? I I don't. I believe that I have the wisdom that God gives. And um, that's something that a lot of bar certified attorneys don't have. And so, you know, God gave me the grace to do it. You know, Jim, I really prayed for the Lord to send me an attorney. And I mean, Sidney Powell's representative. I've got an engagement letter with Sidney Powell signed too. You know, I mean, I know attorneys and I reached out to Sidney. I reached out to Defending the Republic. I reached out to other attorneys and the Lord kept telling me, trust in me, Coy, trust in me, trust in me, be patient. And so I just trusted in God. And I sat there pro se, and I got to cross-examine all the witnesses that the defense brought forward, and it was it was a great experience. And um, as I mentioned, I think that they tried to run over me in a very illegal way because I wasn't represented, and that's only going to give us more meat for the next round. You know what I mean? How, how,
1: how the citizens of your county responded to your removal?
2: That They were very mad, you know, Jim. Um whenever they removed me through a state district court judge, that allowed the governor to hand select who she wanted to replace me. And I'm one of the governor's biggest adversaries in New Mexico. So the governor replaced me with a Democrat that has run for office in Otero County eight times, and she's lost every time she's ran. And that's who the governor of New Mexico put in my seat. You know, so it was just, There's a lot of spite involved out here in New Mexico. You know, there's a lot of dirty politics, but by God, we're going to win this and we're going to win big very soon because we stand on good ground and, uh, you know, the good guy will win.
1: Folks, uh, what we pray about in the World Prayer Network is that holiness, righteousness, biblical justice, and truth prevail. Here's a good classic example of what we're praying for. Mario? Praise God. You you might be muted, Mario.
3: Yeah, Corey, just one question. We all have our own understanding. Why would the government target Christians? We've seen it in other nations where socialism and communism arise and The targets are Christians, uh, by and large. Why why Christians?
2: I think, Mario, um, you know, it's not all Christians. All Christians aren't targeted. The lukewarm Christians that are willing to accept the progressive agenda and let their children be indoctrinated by communists, those kind of Christians aren't a threat. It's the Christians that have, have, have died to Christ. It's the Christians that have died to self and live for the kingdom to come. It's the Christians that are bold and courageous enough to call immoral things immoral and good things good. Those are the Christians that are a threat because we're the ones that stand in the way of the progressive agenda because the agenda that's pushed right now is from the pit of hell with the the sexual perversion and the confusion in genders and all this mass confusion and And wickedness is spun directly from the devil's throne, the the, the devil's, yeah, throne or dominion or whatever. But we as born again believers that stand in the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and are willing to stand to the very end, we're the threat. So
3: how would you exhort those that are listening? What would you tell them in the midst of what we're facing now in America? what, What should be our posture in, in the natural and spiritual?
2: I, I would say to stay broken before the throne of God, Mario. I would stay. I would say to be crushed before God, to read your Bibles, to pray, to sit, seek the Lord, to be broken before God. And if God so calls to be as a sheep led to slaughter the same way Jesus bore the cross to Calvary, we're to, we're to have the same heart of sacrifice we should be willing to lay down our lives. If but never to bend a knee and never to, never to abandon our faith, you know? Um, And, 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 and that's not an easy place to stand, but God will always give grace to those that truly seek it in such a way. But um, I don't believe at all in uprisings. I don't believe at all in, um, you know, any kind of physical pushback. If we come to a place in our country where we need true pushback it has to come through the office of the county sheriff by way of militias and posses and other such things that elected county sheriffs can constitutionally and legally form we always want to speak against any type of militia groups or anybody that would try to take any kind of a of a physical action against the government you know i mean we stand we we're we're conquerors. We've already won the battle that we're in right now. The only reason why I even make an effort is for my children and my and my children's future. That's why, you know, I mean, and I care about the things of God too. Don't get me wrong. I love creation. I love nature. I love the beautiful things that God created, but I'm ready to go at any time too, you know. And that's that's probably what makes people like me a threat because I'm uncontrolled opposition. You can take my money. You can take my reputation. You can take my life. But I win in the end because I'm covered in the blood of the lamb and I'm going to live eternally with him. So those of us that are uncontrolled by anything of this world are the greatest threat to the government today. And I think that's a lot of what we saw in January 6th. Those were Americans that were willing to walk away from everything because they love their country with that much love. They they, they're so concerned about the future. That's the people that I saw on January 6th. Of course, I saw FBI informants, and I saw plants that were probably reporting directly back to the FBI on that day. But I saw a lot of loving Americans that loved their country and were wonderful people on January 6th. Awesome. Thank you so much.
1: Back Thank to you, Adrian. Mario. Mario, I'm going to have you pray for Koi right now. Folks, you're... Thank you. You're listening to Coy Griffin, the former county commissioner of Otero County, New Mexico. When given an opportunity for him to slice and dice his enemies, his answer was, no, be broken before God. Mm-hmm. And you heard a man who uh, has dual citizenship and his main citizenship is in the kingdom of heaven. He's not intimidated by the things of this world. Um, you, you heard some, some profound language there. Uh, he's not afraid of death. He knows that Jesus has overcome death. We pray it doesn't come to premature death, but we recognize that this is a man who walks fearlessly. And that is why he is a threat. He answers to a higher authority. He's living that out. Coy, it's impressive talking to you. I praise God for you. Uh, As I was listening to you, I pray your influence goes wider than ever before. Uh, it is, I'm gonna have Mario pray for you right now before we go to our next guest. But is there anything, Coy, I should have asked you that I didn't ask you?
2: You know what? The only thing that I wanted to make sure that I I plugged Jim was that a lot of times people will say that I'm on the front lines. You're on the front lines, cool. You're out right. I'm not. I, I'm a coward in this battle because I go before the people that are praying me through the real warriors the real people are, that are on the front lines Jim are the ones that are listening to your show right now and the ones that are pleading with God and the supernatural for grace and for for for, for to push us through this you know so i just want to thank the so many out there that pray for patriots like myself and others that um, i can't thank you enough for your prayers it's what gets me through i, I promise thank you when, when you were in, when you were in washington
1: dc did you have your horse? Were you riding your horse? No, I wish
2: I would have. I'd have been getting out of town. i have been riding away. <laughs> <laughs> I'd had my horse. They'd have never caught me.
1: <laughs> but didn't but,
2: but you have your horse in Jerusalem? Oh, yeah. I rode horseback from San Francisco to Jerusalem. So, you know, God's called me to some pretty crazy places. So right now in this this part of my life i'm uh, i'm comfortable it's always crazy when you follow the lord <laughs>
1: now you rode your horse from san francisco to jerusalem somewhere you stopped and had to get on a boat or a plane
2: i use different horses i used my horses i rode from san francisco to new york and then uh and then i flew to ireland i leased a horse in ireland i rode from galway to dublin we took the ferry boat to Liverpool. I rode from Liverpool to London, took the ferry boat to Calais, France. And then I kept the same horse with me across uh, France, Germany, Austria, Slovenia, Hungary, Romania, Bulgaria. I think I missed Romania, Greece. I wound up in Greece. I know that. <laughs> and,
1: and, and, and I've you-
2: been the miles, man. You know what? I used to think that life was a lot of fun before I started serving the Lord. But, man, you start serving God, and God starts leading you to fun, crazy, interesting places. And There's no greater life to live than one in step with the Lord Jesus Christ, you know?
0: Yeah, he went from Golden Gate, San Francisco, to Golden Gate. The Golden Gate that Jesus is going to ride into on his horse a prophetic act remind the devil of his defeat wow
2: (laughs) that's right that's right
1: you are such a threat to the evil one and you're so much fun to talk to
2: oh
1: i sure wish i could clone you
2: (laughs) when when you walk in the power of god and when you know that the only one that you have to worry about is god and that god has a, a sense of humor too Life is so good, you know. I mean, you can just joke with God all day, you know. <laughs> okay.
1: Mario, <laughs> Matt, Mario, would you pray for Coy? Sure. <laughs>
3: Father, uh, we thank you uh, for for Corey, for his life, for his testimony, for his boldness. And Father, we do pray that hedge of protection round about him. Father, that no weapon formed against him shall prosper. And Father, we thank you that we overcome the evil one by the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony, and not loving our life, even unto death. Father, we thank you that you're the one that takes what the enemy meant for evil, and you turn it for good. Father, you've already started that work, but I pray for such a turnaround that we would see your hands supernaturally, Father. We cry out for mercy for our nation. Father, we confess that that we deserve judgment with all the killing of babies, with all the uh, Mm -hmm. perversion in our nation. But Father, you founded our nation upon your word, upon Judeo-Christian values. And Father, we cry out in the midst of judgment, will you remember mercy and turn our nation back to you? Father, we love you and honor you in
2: Jesus' name. Jesus' name, Amen. Thank you, brother. Thank you. And you know the scripture that the Lord gave me on January 6 that I that I prayed over our nation was Second Chronicle 7:14. You know, and I mean, that's where it's at. If we will humble ourselves and we will repent and we will call good good and evil evil, God will heal for, hear from heaven and He'll heal our land. But we have to take action on the ground floor. We have to recognize the things that honor God and we have to recognize the things that dishonor God. And we have to call it out. I believe, you know, but.
0: amen. Koy and Coy, the, the Lord says that he is your shadow, that he honors wherever you go and defends you and covers you. And he gives you Psalm 121, a song of ascents. I shall lift up my eyes into the hills from where I From where will my help come from? Mm -hmm. My help comes from the Lord who made heaven and earth. He will not allow your foot to be moved. He who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, he that keeps Israel will neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper, Koi. The Lord is your shade, your shadow upon your right hand. The sun will not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord will preserve you from all chaos. He will preserve your eternal life. The Lord will guard your going out and your coming in from this time forth, even forevermore.
2: Amen. 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 Amen.
1: <laughs>
2: Praise God.
1: Joy, thank you so much. Joy, Thank to- you,
2: Jim. My brother, Bless, blessings on you. We're gonna. Oh, what's your website? You know what? I don't have a. I've got a twi- uh a Twitter page at the Cowboy Coy C O U Y and uh and then on True Social it's Cowboys Patrol. Uh, okay, Cowboy. at Cowboy Coy
1: and Coy is C O U Y. That's right. Oh, thank
2: you, man. Thank you so All much. All right, Jim. Blessings on you. <laughs> hey, maybe I'll be able to come on here before long and give you guys an update on the Supreme Court. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: yes, it would. I'm counting on that, my brother.
2: All um, right, y'all. Love blessings you guys. on you. Rosemary, thank you so much. Bless, Bless you. you.